is up, playmakers? Welcome to Playmaking Politics. It's Matthew and Aiden coming at you from the Edmund Lowe Library on this frigid Monday afternoon. Today we will be looking at four different political ads from Hillary Clinton, Herman Cain, Pete Stauber, and Dan Helmer, while applying Burke's method. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the good, bad, and the ugly. So the first ad we're going to be looking at is 3 a.m. by Hillary Clinton in the 2008 presidential election. So the 3 a.m. ad made by Hillary Clinton uh, questioned Obama's sense of national security. The ad began with a phone ringing in a typical American household. The narrator asked the viewers who they would who they would want to answer the White House phone. Uh, yeah, so I think that the ad does a good job of appealing to our soft spot technically and how there's just our children asleep in bed and how we always want the best for them and their safety and so if something did something bad did happen at 3 a.m they kind of shine light on how hillary would be there for it she'd be up for the call and how um she would basically make our country safer than what Obama has done in his last election. Okay. Uh, how might something as simple as background music motivate audiences of political ads? Um, I think in this one, it really gave uh, the viewers a sense of patriotism and how the music was very like American themed and how having a thing, uh, sense of patriotism uh it gives you a sense of national security and how it just really made you safe really yeah. so the next uh political ad we'll be talking about is smoking man for a uh, herman cain's campaign ad uh during the 2011 republican primary um this one uses his chief of staff mark block and it really just is him giving a pep talk to the camera is just him in a corner of a street. Um, and so the big outrage over it was at the very end, it has him smoking a cigarette. So it's not very politically correct and people were not a fan of it, but they try They could appeal to like older population because when like the older population were kids, 12 and 13, they would be smoking. And so they could relate to them in that way. But they also receive a lot of backlash from millennials or younger people because it also it wasn't politically correct and cigarettes were seen as unhealthy and people were trying to step away from that. So they received a lot of criticism there, but they thought the positives of appealing to the older generations was more than the negatives would be. Um, the music is very high intensity. Um, it's for a, oh, where is it? it's for a pep talk. So they're trying to get you up and going. Um, they're trying to rally the audience, and so um, the camera angle is very close in on his. It's basically just his shoulders up, and so it really highlights the use of his cigarette, which is a big point of this um, campaign ad. And they also uh, talked about it on multiple late night talk shows, and it definitely appealed to the uh, general smoking population in the United States.
Okay, so, so um, how does the use of uh, ethical, how does the use of unethical techniques hurt the candidates more than it helps? Um, well, I mean, I guess it really just depends on the numbers. Uh, some people could support it and others could greatly disagree with it. It just really depends on morals and standards. Yeah, I think it. in this case, it hurt um, Herman Cain's campaign more than it helped. It, like I said earlier, it received a bunch of uh, backlash. Um, and even though it got a lot of publicity on like late night shows, it was more of them making fun of him and not as much supporting him, telling you to go vote for him. So one of the other political ads we're covering is Pete Stauber uh, running for Congress. Uh, the ad opens up to him uh, with all of his uh, children and his wife uh, holding actual uniforms of the things that he, he's done previously. Uh, he was a police officer, a hockey player, a small business owner, and I mean overall just the family man. Um, you could tell that he was in it for the greater good, uh, not necessarily interested in the money in it all. Um, but he did say, quote, uh, I'm not interested in where in any political party uniforms. Uh, I'm in it for, for getting things done. Um, how do ethical appeals motivate audiences of political ads, in your opinion? Um, I think like through his credibility of playing hockey, um, being a small business owner and a police officer, I think it shows that he really cares for his community and the people around him, especially by the police officer. He's like making sure everyone's safe and uh, comfortable in their community. Um, I think that will drive voters to vote for him instead of other candidates because he instills more trust into the onto the voters than other candidates would do. Um, I with the ads or within the ad it has him going around with young families and veterans. They, I mean they all had smile smiles on their faces in very peaceful settings like one was by a stream. Um, and so that just helps prove his point of how uh, Pete Stauber is more of a family man and cares about people more than just the holding the position and making the money that goes with it. The last ad we're going to be looking at is uh, from Dan Helmer, who is the running for Democratic primary uh, for Virginia's 10th district. Um, in this campaign ad, he kind of, he tries to stand out from the rest of the candidates because they were, mainly all females. Um, he goes with a very manly approach to this ad by he, the music he pulls up on a motorcycle. Um, it takes place in a bar and how his logo is from Top Gun. So it's just his name and the, inside the Top Gun logo. Um, this ad is it's very different from others. It, he publicly embarrasses um, uh, Congresswoman Comstock inside the bar. And he says that she had stopped voting for Planned Parenthood and Obamacare. And at first, like the audience was very confused about what he was doing, kind of like public shaming her. 
but then they start to rally behind Dan Helmer and tour at the point where they're all singing at her kind of just going off on her to the point where she leaves, leaves the bar. Um, and so the ad ends with him on his motorcycle in his U S army jacket. And so they're trying to appeal to veterans but, and show how he has served the U.S. and how he's loyal to the country. And so what are the advantages and disadvantages of doing something radically different from the usual way of making political ads? Well, uh, the main advantage, I'd say, was memorability. Um, the video was catchy, and with the subtitles, you find yourself singing along to it. Um, because the song is catchy, uh, you'll find yourself singing it in your head, and when you do that, you immediately think of Dan Helmer. Uh, some of the disadvantages are the fact that he is singing directly to one congresswoman and could come across as a rude person, um, but people are also relatively quick to criticize the ad due to political correctness. All right, Playmakers, that's all the time we have today. We dissected four different political ads, and we hope you all enjoyed them as much as we did. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave a comment of your opinion on what we should do next podcast. Thanks for listening. Make sure to keep it real, Playmakers. Matthew and Aiden are out.